0: Respected ulama al-kiram elders and beloved brothers in Islam, Allah Rabbul Izzah has blessed each and every one of us with the most valuable and precious commodity in the entire world, the gift and the wealth of Iman. The reality when it comes to the wealth, the true worth and value of our iman is something that we will only realize when our eyes close and we reach the other side. The true value and worth of iman is not something that can be understood, appreciated and recognized in the life of this world. And that is why to paint the picture of the value of iman, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned that on the day of Qiyamah, a person will be brought in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The scales of justice will be laid down in front of him. His book of deeds will be brought before him. And Allah Rabbul Izzah will command the angels to unroll 99 registers of evil deeds, those actions that this person had committed in the life of this world. Each scroll, each register, the length of it al basar, as far as the eyes can see. And when these deeds are presented before this person, Allah Rabbul Izzah will ask him, O oh my slave, do you wish to offer any excuse, any justification? The answer will come, لا يا ربي, no. There is no excuse, no justification. Then Allah will ask him, أَلَكَ Perhaps there was some reason you chose to disobey me. Again the answer will come, la ya Rabbi. Then Allah will ask him, amlaka Hasanatun? Do you have any good deeds that you wish to use? to try and reduce your sentence in the fire of Jahannam, the person will think to himself, again the answer will come, La Ya Rabbi, there is no good deed that I can present before you. But then Allah Rabbal Izzah will say to him, in my court there will be no oppression, no injustice. There is one good action, one good quality and attribute that you had in the life of this world. And he will command the angels to bring out this register. This register will comprise just a single piece of paper. And he will command that this piece of paper be placed on the scale of good deeds. When this is done, رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم says, the scale of good deeds will suddenly outweigh the scale of evil deeds. And the decision will now be reversed. This person now can be taken to the gardens of paradise. In surprise, in joy, amazement, he will ask Allah رب العزة, what is written on this piece of paper? The answer will come, this is the kalima and the shahada that you lived by in this world and you left this world with. Now your Iman has come to your rescue. We can understand my respected brothers and elders, when this is the worth and the value of our Iman, what an effort needs to be made to protect and secure our Iman. In this world when a person has something of value, then what an effort doesn't he make to secure and to protect those items and those possessions of his... When a person hears that there is an increase in the crime rate in the area where he is living, he will never be satisfied with a simple boundary wall around his house. But he makes every effort to secure that property. He will raise the boundary wall. He will install an electric fencing. He will install an alarm system. They be, will be connected to an armed response. He may even have an armed guard standing outside his property. Why? Because he understands and realizes that I have things of value in this house. If not material possessions, then at least the lives of my near and dear ones are valuable to me. So he will go out of his way to preserve, to secure and protect these possessions of his. We can imagine what an effort needs to be made to preserve and secure our iman. And just like in the life of this world, no father, no parent is happy. To merely look after his own interests, his own business... His own home, his own car. But the concern is always at the back of his mind. How do I secure the future of my children as well? In the verse that I recited in the beginning, Allah Rabbul Izzah makes an appeal to you and I. Ya what Mufti Shafi Saba would say was a royal address. That all that select and chosen group of people who have been blessed with Iman. Listen to the plea, the request that Allah Rabbul Izzah is making to you. Make every effort to protect and secure not just yourself but your children and your family members from the fire of Jahannam. The challenges that lie out there my respected brothers and elders are perhaps well known to most of us. But today the challenge is not merely against the a'mal and the actions of our children but the threat is against their iman and their belief system. Just one incident that I will mention to you and perhaps then we will realize the severity of the threat and the danger that is out there to the iman of our children. Some some time back a friend of mine had mentioned to me he had travelled to some city in the country on holiday and wherever he went he reconnected a student who was with him throughout his schooling and a student who sat next to him in the hifz class and they completed Hibs al-Quran of, Hibs of together. So he says he spent the week of this holiday with this friend of his and at the end of the week his friend sends him a message. And he says, listen, there's there's something that I wish to share with you. And I know that you will try to deter me and convince me otherwise. But please don't waste your time. I just felt that I should tell you that for the past two years, I have been studying in a certain university. And my professor has convinced me that the existence of God is just a lie. I have given up Islam. I have become an atheist. This is a student who sat for years in the Hibs class. He memorized the entire 30 Jews of Quran. But in a moment, his Iman was taken away from him. The danger and the threat that is out there is real, my respected brothers and elders. But the question comes about, what can I do as a parent to preserve and to secure the iman of my children. Allah rabbul Izzah reward our mashayikh and ulama who constantly remind us that the solution to every problem lies in the deen of Allah. And therefore ulama have given a few simple solutions which as parents if we will implement then inshallah Allah will protect the iman of our children. The first step, the first solution is perhaps something that we overlook generally and that is that parent who wishes to preserve and secure the iman of his children. First and foremost, he should maintain and strengthen his relationship with Allah. The taqwa, the consciousness, the piety of the father and the mother will go a long way in preserving and securing the iman of their children. The proof of this we read every Jumu'ah surah al kahf The incident of Sayyiduna Musa salam and Khadir alayhi salam. According to some ulama, two anbiya. According to others, one nabi and one very pious person. The story is very lengthy but we have heard of it. Musa alayhi salam and Khadir reach a town. It was near to nightfall and they are looking for some accommodation for the night. So they request the people of the town to host them for the night. But they are met with a very hostile deception. They refuse to feed them. They refuse to give them a place to spend the night. As they are leaving, dejected, not sure what they are going to do. Khadir Ali salam sees a wall on the outskirts of the town belonging to some property. And this wall is about to crumble and fall down. So he proceeds to repair and fix this wall. Musa alayhis not understanding the wisdom behind it, questions Khadir Ali that what has caused you to do this, these people met us with such hostility and here free of charge, you are repairing some wall in their town. If you wanted you could have charged them a fee for it. Later on Khadir Ali explains to him, that see this wall and this property belong to two orphans that were living in the city and beneath the foundation of this wall there was a treasure that was buried for them but because of the tender age of these orphans if the wall had to fall down and the treasure had to become exposed then that wealth right would have been usurped and they would not have seen a cent of it therefore Allah Rabbul Izzah commanded you and I to come to this place and to rebuild that wall to secure and protect the treasure of these children the question comes to mind Perhaps there were many orphans in that town that were also deserving of assistance and help. But why did Allah Rabbul Izzah send his um, His Nabi and a pious person to take care of the wealth of these two children? Abu Huma The words of Quran because somebody in their progeny was a pious person. Mufassidin have written perhaps seven generations up. Their great-great-great-grandfather was a pious Allah Rabbul Izzah. As a result of that, Allah sends his Nabi to protect the wealth of his grandchildren. If we will strengthen our relationship and ta'alluq with Allah, then it is inconceivable that Allah will allow the iman of our children to go away. Secondly, ulama explained that together with the taqwa and the piety of the parents, a concerted effort has to be made to give preference to the deen over the dunya of our children. We all understand that we live in this world which is darul asbab. And there are certain things that we will need to live comfortably in the life of this world. Ulama have always mentioned and will always mention by all means equip your children. What, whatever they need to be successful in the life of this world. Provided it does not go contrary to the deen of Allah. We can understand by means of an example. If somebody has to say to you that in the middle of the forest there is a treasure that is very Worth millions and millions of rands, If your child can get his hand on that treasure he can retire now and you can retire. You will never have to work another day in your life. Your children's lives will be made. Your grandchildren's lives will be made. But the catch is to get to that treasure it is a very dangerous route. That jungle, that forest is inhabited by wild beasts and animals. Chances are your child will reach that treasure and come out alive. But chances are he may also become the food for those beasts for the night. Then ask ourselves, respected brothers and elders, which parent in their right mind would say, I am prepared to take that chance. I am prepared to send my son and my daughter into that hostile environment with the hope that they will make something of themselves in this world. When that is the threat, when that is the danger, who will take that chance? By all means, equip them. Whatever they need to be successful and to live in the life of this world. But it should never come at the expense of their deen, at the expense of their salah, at the expense of their taqwa, at the expense of their deen education. How many a times a person is highly qualified, but Allah forgive us. When it comes to even the basics of his deen, he is unaware. A few weeks back, a musalli had mentioned to me, he says, For 30 years I've been making ghusl. But I never knew that they were fard of ghusl. I thought I just have to stand under the shower and that's it. A person who is highly qualified and intelligent businessman. Always make a concerted effort to give preference to the deen over the dunya of our children. And Allah will see to it that in this world also they will be successful. Thirdly, what explained that just as in this world when we wish to achieve a certain position or status. And perhaps more so in our country we can understand that it all depends on the context that you have. If you know somebody in in a certain department your work will get done very easily or you know somebody who has some family member somewhere in the same way when it comes to the deen of Allah how much of contact do we have with the friends of Allah Rasulullah has mentioned regarding the awliya, the friends of Allah what is the effect that they have on the hearts of people that even those who will spend a little bit of time in their company will not be deprived. Have we made an effort to connect our children with the pious, to create some sort of a bond, a relationship between our children and Ulamah Ikiram, so that they may guide them not just in their dunya but in their deen, which is the most important thing in the life of this world. And finally, ulama explained that due to the challenges and due to the harsh and hostile. As parents, it is absolutely important that we create a safe haven within our home for our children. It should not be that my child is so afraid to tell me anything. That years and years go by, he is struggling with some challenge, some problem, some difficulty. But he does not feel comfortable enough to come to his father, to come to his mother. What is going to happen is then he will go to somebody else for advice. Whether that person has his best interest at heart or not, we do not know. Ulama say, if we will not give our children love, if we will not show compassion to them, if we, if we will not give them affection, the road waiting to give them that affection, waiting to give them that love, waiting to give them that attention. Sayyidina Yusuf is a young boy. He sees an amazing dream. When he goes to sleep at night, he sees the sun, the moon, and the stars bowing down in sajda before him. This is a dream that will phase not a youngster, but an adult also. An amazing occurrence. What is his first reaction? Ya abati, inni ashara his first port of call, his first place of mashwara and advice, he goes to his father. Oh my beloved father, this has happened to me. What is your advice? What do you feel I should do? In the same way, think in today's time, if my son, my daughter, something happens to him or her at school, something is troubling him or her in their life, am I the first person they come to for advice? Can they trust me? Do they feel comfortable enough to come to me? And what advice do I then give them? Look at the advice Yaqub gives to his son. Oh my son, this is an amazing achievement. But keep it to yourself. Don't broadcast it on social media. Don't send it out into the public. Today I want to tell people, my son got six A's in matric. My daughter has been successful in this course of hers. He says, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Don't take it out into the public. There are people out there who will look at you with enmity. There are people out there who will have jealousy for you. Shaitan is always waiting to try and cause some friction and some tension. The son is comfortable enough to seek advice from his father. The father is capable enough to give advice to his son. What a loving affectionate relationship that must have been. In the same way respected brothers and elders in today's time we are well aware. Of the challenges that are out there. Every parent has this at the back of his mind. That I just hope my child will be safe. I'm not sure when it comes to the crime, when it comes to finances, when it comes to the economy. But together with that, the concern and worry should be, be there. The Iman of my children. In our country, Allah has blessed us. We are fortunate. There is absolutely no excuse. The number of orama, makatib, madaris, Hills classes... Perhaps on every second road, there will be a masjid, a jama'at khana. Some alim ready to teach our children. It is up to us whether we take advantage of the opportunity or not. There are those in other parts of the world who are walking for kilometers each day just to learn a few letters of the Quran. Allah has given it all to us on our plate, my respected brothers and elders. Our children have been given the most opportunities. Many of you growing up would not have had these opportunities. The older generation will know that there were times where what Gohat al-Nas was read in Taraweeh Salah. There were no fast to perform the Taraweeh Salah. Today, the venues are not enough. Allah has given us these opportunities. Allah has blessed us with Iman. The value of our Iman as I... Mean, ...respected brothers and elders, we will only appreciate and realize when our eyes close when we leave this world. I will end with this one incident. One person had mentioned to one alim recently. He says, "Morana, for my entire life, I chased after the dunya. And I always had this at the back of my mind, that my children also, that is their success. He says, I was such a person, I had nothing and Allah gave me everything. And then Allah took it away from me and He gave it to me a second time. And I went through many ups and downs in my life. But he says, there was one day when my eyes really opened. He says, my children were qualified. One was a doctor, one was an engineer, one was a lawyer. My grandchildren were studying. But there was one grandson of mine who I had sent to the hips class. And the day came where my son phoned and he said, your grandson is going to be performing the Taraweeh Salah tonight. You also come and read behind him. He says, when I stood on the Musalla behind my grandson, that is the moment I realized that this is where Allah has kept my happiness and my success. If, I, if only I equipped all my children and grandchildren with the knowledge of deen, with the connection with the ulama, it does not mean that every person has to sit in a Darul Ulum and become an alim, but at least the basics of our deen. Go to the imam of your masjid, the imam in your area, Ask him questions. Am I making my wudu correctly? Is my salah correct? Can you work out my zakat for me? My business dealings, is there anything wrong with it? When it comes to the decisions regarding my children, what decisions should I make? Where should I send them? What should I do with them? And then see how Allah will preserve not only our iman, but the iman of our children, our grandchildren, and our progeny till the day of Qayyamah. May Allah give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru Alhamdulillah.